Strutting Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a thing against uh, plastic bottled soda? Uh, I don't. Yo, yeah, I'll go can every time. Yeah, can or bottle, right? Like glass bottle. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. Plastic just does not do it, it dude, for me. I'd it, say plastic is probably the standard, though. And then it's nice if you get the glass bottle. Plastic is my last reason. I will go for a can. Yeah. But in the car, sometimes, you know, on a road trip, yeah. you want to go for the bottle just because you can screw the top on. Right. But it, it loses all the coldness way quicker, yeah. too. And it's also, it doesn't feel like it's it ever as, like, crisp. It's as never like, as cold. It's, like, it's never as crisp, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not as, like, effervescent. Dude, it's a, bubbly. Good, a good can of Coke, nothing beats that. Yeah. And I'm so. not even, I used to be, like, Coke oh. addict, but um, <laughs> I don't really drink Coke much, but... It's you know it's yeah pretty same simple. here yeah I don't I don't drink a lot of soda in general but um except for Lacroix oh that's all I I'm LaCroix. not gonna I'm not gonna say Lacroix dude I, <laughs> LaCroix. I think the usability of that screw top cap is just huge so I'm down with plastic also uh I would pick it's my first pick for trash Ooh. get ball you know like tossing mm, it in the trash can that's yeah. not the best beer I love I love shooting uh, Tahoe beer just Tahoe beer that's famous called. as a leak lake and tastes like lake water. <laughs> That should be their motto. It has a lake water taste to it. It's like very... Mm -hmm. uh, the taste of Giardia. Yeah, <laughs> Giardia. That's not great, dude. Of protozoa. Well, we have a few selections here for you, Lane. Well, you know. You want another non-great beer? I might try something later. Try this one with uh, cactus in it? Hmm. Is that oh, El Goze? El Goze. A uh, German-style sour ale with lime and sea salt added. I'm it's like, a terrible beer. <laughs> I'm cool, dude. I've had it before. I'm not see, that big of a sour. See what happens more in there. Yeah, what's that one? <laughs> Shit. Hey, that's not a uh, terrible Hell beer. Hell High Watermelon? That's a great oh, that, beer. Oh, 21st Amendment? I think it's terrible. It's pretty good fan. on a warm day. There you yeah. go, Lane. I'll drink I'm down with that. that Tahoe beer. I'm not down with it. Give me that Tahoe. You can have the... Really? Try yeah. the El Ghost or whatever that other one is. Go for it, dude. Um, have you see. had the Tahoe beer? No. This is what happens when Warren isn't around. We start talking about beer. He would have I cut know. this off. We should have a beer ago. podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. We're, we're like really knowledgeable about that. Beer and watches. Beer and watches and, um, like, see how macro we can get on our follicles. Like, yeah. Without... Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Lane. Warren Silence. I'm Brian. I'm Art. And this is a Thursday edition. Whoa. That, not as good when it's not a hot summer day. You know, it could be also that these are all pretty old beers. That could be it. I so, mean, I think they've gone through cycles of being cold and warm and cold and warm. Mm -hmm. At least two. Probably not the best for for yeah. beer. Um, should we get into some questions? We've got a lot. Should 42 we just now. dive in? 42. I don't think, I don't think we're going to reach them all, so. I don't think there's anything else we could be doing. I know we responded to one, so there's not actually 42, because someone wrote, sweet, or something. <laughs> Amazing, I just read. Yeah, yeah. Was that, that was probably oh, that uh, was me. Yeah. McQueen Racing. Yep. And, uh... All right, so let's uh, kick it off. Who's ready? What are your go-to dishes you cook when you get tasked Wait, with dinner? Who's this asking that? JPod nine nine nine. Go to go dishes. to di go to dishes. 
Um, let's, just, let's just start talking about cars. <laughs> yeah. Start off with car talk. So um, I cook two things, really. I'm good at cooking cereal, like rice number dishes. One. You're a cereal guy? Is that you're saying? I'm just guessing for you. So I, I make a pretty mean paella. Mm, so nice. I got a big kind of big, huge uh, pan for that. Uh, and then outside of that, you it's, just cook it because you had to buy a big pan. I, I had to buy a big pan and I didn't have a choice. No. Yeah. No, like, that, that I has feel been, like, I feel like you just wanted to get the big pan. So then you got to cook. Now I got to get, I got to yeah. cook something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, what else are you going to do there? Uh, so stir fries. Uh, and so I use big pans a lot and then, uh, just a big freaking, uh, pot for boiling water. Cause I do all sorts of ravioli and pasta mm, shit. Mm-hmm. That's pretty difficult. Those are my go-tos. Nice. Uh, my go-tos. Tri-tips to go to, so just uh, cooking up some tri-tip and some, and then doing some veggies on the grill or you know on on the stove top or something uh, with little you know yeah like a griddle or something or no just uh just heat it up on high and throw the veggies in and uh, but on what though he's asking what dishes right yeah exactly what do you mean well like what type of like, do you use a pan? Do you use just a, like, a pan? Oh, no, he's, he's not means, asking what kind of dishes not, we use. No, that's why you, you dummy the pan. Oh, are you like, fucking kidding food, me? You know, like what is dishes? Dishes are plate. Like this what is what kind happens. Of food? This is what happens when, when you have one sip of rum. <laughs> when you have one sip of, of rum and coke. Wow, dude. <laughs> so uh, try tipping veggies. Um, maybe a little potatoes or something. Uh, and then I'm trying to think what my go-tos are, dude. These days, I don't really... You know. Well, you can't really have a go-to, right? Yeah, you, you can. can. It, always, it always changes. Like, I used to do, like, beef stroganoff and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there you go. Uh, do tacos. It's easy. Can I do a little shout-out to Lane's avocado pie? Oh. What? That's my go-to for Thanksgiving. Holy shit. Have you ever even heard of such a thing? No, that sounds amazing, though. It was amazing. I am very interested in uh, planes. I'll let you partake avocado. during uh, the holidays. We'll have some. That's on the awesome. podcast. I've, yes. I've done. Uh, I don't. I don't really have a standard, but you know, do some pot stickers, whatever's in the freezer. <laughs> I'm more of like a pick it up type of guy. Do so you make the the pot stickers? No. You just I have like, done that. You get Costco pot stickers. Hand pulled from the freezer bag. Hand hewn yeah. from. <laughs> um, yeah, some rice uh, is pretty easy. You mix some that with two minutes or less. Uh, Betty Crocker. Uh, no, we, we have a real Uncle rice Benz. cooker. You oh, okay. Know. So yeah. what is your pot sticker cooking pr- procedure? I have a pan. Okay. What do you do with that? Like a wok? Okay. Yeah, you put some like peanut some oil, oil in there. Yeah. Some oil. Get it going pretty hot. Okay. Throw in probably too many pot stickers for what the <laughs> okay. recommended uh-huh. directions say, but let them break open and kind of like the <laughs> shit gets <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It gets like burnt onto the get fucking pan. Yep. <laughs> so you fuck that pan up really bad. <laughs> have to throw it away. It looks fine when it's in there, and then you pull it out and it cools off and it's fucking crispy as shit, you know, like mm-hmm. breaks your tooth. Yeah. That sort of thing, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, I have in the past, uh, one of my go-tos a year or so ago was, uh, you get the rotisserie chicken from the, uh, Safeway or whatever, uh, the one that's already cooked and warm, and then you just get a few salad supplies and freaking chicken salad. It's actually pretty good, but dude, you should hit that up with some flour tortillas. That's where it's at. Dude, that's a really good idea. Straight up. And that's totally changing it up. Okay. Enough for this question. NASA Specky 30. Have any of you done the Porsche driving experience? Thought maybe Art would like to drive a GT3 in anger. For some reason, I would. I know, that's weird. Um, um, that is weird. Why only Art? I don't I know. know. you know NASA Specky 30 or something? No. Oh, okay. You're a NASA Specky 30 guy. Uh, we haven't. We haven't. I would no, no, love to. Have. I think we, it would be we should, fun. We should, we've actually thought about it. We, we know someone there, and we've 
try to make the trek down and it just hasn't happened. And I would absolutely love to drive a GT3 in anger, um, as of, I'm sure the rest of the crew would. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. that's the place to drive it in anger. What? I, you yeah. think they let you really drive it in anger? I don't yeah, think so. They it do. Seems like really? It. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's like I mean, they have it set up for. I thought they people. have an instructor with you, and it's kind of a oh, little they're more. They're super angry instructors. Oh, too. really? Yeah. yeah, they're yelling at you in German, dude. It's L.A. It's like they just come <laughs> off the freeway. Everyone's so stressed pissed and just wants to open the cars up. Yeah. That's like the first part of the day as everybody sits in traffic with a GT3. Mm. Then you get on track and everyone just goes wild. Whoa! That's what I heard is a Porsche experience. That makes Sounds sense. a good test. Chiron burnt. Chiron, whoa. I'm in need of a new winter vehicle after spinning a rod bearing in the Integra. I need something as cheap as possible. All-wheel drive would be neat. Has to be manual. Maybe a 90s Land Rover. Smiling, crying face. Uh, emoji. <laughs> or should I just ignore the rust and put a new motor in the Tag? I don't mm. even know what kind of Integra he has. I didn't even know he had an Integra. I, think I don't know what kind it is either. Doesn't I feel matter. like it's a... Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're all awesome, right? I feel like uh, it's probably just buy another beater and buy another beater. Or, yeah, don't, or Honda don't, Civic don't, or something. Yeah, if it's got rust, don't. Yeah. Well, all the cars up there have a lot of rust. Well, can't you buy one that doesn't have rust I and make it so. rusty? Yeah, I think you should buy a Saab 900. There you go, Saab 900. That's a good call. It's a great Born jets, good in yeah. snow. Yep, mm-hmm. nice and cozy. Do it. Born from manual jets. transmission. He says all wheel drive would be neat. Kind of hmm. hinting that he doesn't. It's not necessary. It'd just yeah. be neat. Yeah, just neat. Yeah. Extra feature, not necessary. What? Do you, any other? Uh, nope. Tips besides WRX? Christian uh, Babanu, Babaduke says, uh, "Any thoughts on the Pagoda W113? Have any of you driven one? Best engine to look for, etc." Hashtag SOC. I feel like Warren's so 113 one. Pagoda. What do you I've guys think? I, I don't think Warren has either. Oh really, dude? I, I love them. I think they're amazing. Well, okay, they're pretty cool. Um, they I know they came in a a uh, two three, a two five, and a two seven, I believe. And I think they ranged from like 150 to 190 probably, horse. Probably a two eight. Was it a 2.8, not a 2.7? Yeah, 2.80. Yeah. yeah, you're right. 2.8. Uh, so that was a 190 horse, 150 for the other two. Um, I don't think there's like a... I think doesn't matter. that's one of the cars you just find the best one you can find And if for you can the find price. a manual, that's And that's awesome. not a cheap car, so it's Dude, kind of... Expensive. so expensive now. They're it's like, crazy. I mean, 70K, right? Plus. For yeah, a good one. It's um, crazy. I know they made one of, like, a small percentage of them were called, like, the California Classic or so, California Edition or something. And they had a the hard top, but they didn't even offer a soft top. So it was hard top only. That's pretty rad. And it... And it had in the in place of where the soft top would store, it had little jumper seat. The jumper seat. Oh, cool. Mm. On what on the Ooh, side? Cool. No, no, on the in the back. Okay, so, so just yeah, a little in shelf. The back, do they flip from the side or from the back? I think from the back. Okay. Yeah, I think it just hinges up, kind of like a R one hundred seven does. Hmm. And uh, that one seems like kind of a cool one, and I think those are a little rarer though. But yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean, the five speeds definitely pretty cool and then the later one with the more horsepower is i mean probably better but i don't know i don't think they really changed the bumpers and uh, they probably put bumper hats or something maybe i don't i, mean, I don't really know doing the, this for the style anyway i don't know the idiot you know, little changes and stuff that they made 
Yeah, but uh, if we got more detailed about this question, but they're cool. There's cars. probably other stuff we would buy for that same money. I mean, that's a it's a, absolutely yeah. That's, that's a hard that's a hard one. But I think that that is a rad choice. Yeah, they're really they cool have a cars. Presence, super stylish. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dave Casement, any word on Midwest or East Coast Radwood guys? Word. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we're in talks right now so yeah. both the west coast and east coast coming soon and then he has a follow-up he says bonus question i'll be visiting sf and big sur areas in a couple of weeks with a gti rental from turo uh what are some of the good canyon roads and nice drives that you guys can recommend well well, do, how much do we want to disclose? I think we should disclose a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. But, I mean, yeah. it's kind of boring to explain Well, no, roads. let's just say a couple. So, yeah. coming down from San Francisco, it's yeah. like... Standards. Take uh, uh, 35 to Skyline. I mean, uh, 84. To Skyline. 92 to Skyline to 9. Maybe there's some stuff in between there. Definitely 84. Definitely 84, 84 to the coast. Down to the coast. Yeah. 84 is not that great, but yeah. I love but 84. Maybe you can peel off and do... Really? You uh, like yeah. 84? Absolutely, yeah. It's awesome. Hmm. Like, I don't like getting a cop's hide on it, too. Um, we're just throwing out ideas, though. You can hit some uh, Duartes or Duarts down Pescadero for some, some good soup. I think it would, well, yeah, between... Stage road. Yeah. Let's see, between 84 and 9, just look at all of those little roads on the map that branch off, like off of Skyline, you right? You could easily spend a full day just, yeah. like, exploring back and forth up to Skyline, back down to the coast. Yeah. And you wouldn't hit every road. Yeah. yeah. There's so much there. Um, Page Mill is a fun one. How far? On Page Mill is an awesome road. How about um, south? Like, he, if he's going to Big Sur, yeah. Yeah, what's the situation there? Down. There's not yeah. that much. Well, dude. didn't it, doesn't it? Like, you can go all the way to Big Sur, but you just have to turn around. Oh, yeah. Oh, right there. That's where it yeah. closes off. So what about uh, Nascimento Ferguson? You can't reach it. Uh, I think you can. Oh, you, I thought the bridge well, was no, before you that. you have to go 101. Yeah. Cross over. Exactly. And then go to the coast. So yeah. he could and do then that. go back up. Right. But that's kind of crazy. And if he's going to Big Sur, of, too. And, and there may be a decent amount of traffic there where normally it's empty and it's okay. I don't know. It's, yeah. not, a, it's not a really well-paved road. Um, but yeah, it's, got, it's I mean, just, GTI is fine. If you can't, if you have to double back on it, that's the thing. It's not such a big sell, but like normally, you know, if you take that into Big Sur or mm -hmm. if you're going through Big Sur and you're cutting out and then doing other roads, Carmel, Carmel Valley, Carmel yeah, Valley. That's just kind of, I mean, that's just a nice little road to take out and back, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Unless he wants to start doing coastal, it's not like shit. bringing you to a place necessarily, right? Right. So, I mean, he's really your sweet spot for where if you're going, you know, you're probably landing in SFO and going to Big Sur or something. That's your plan. Your the sweet spot really is Santa Cruz Mountains North and, Coast, and yeah. uh, you know all all that whole area, San Mateo. Yeah. So basically, like, look at Highway 92. And that all the way down to Santa Cruz, like anything in between that whole area in the Santa Cruz Mountains, there's a shit ton of stuff in there. Yeah, Try, everything off safe. of Skyline. Off of Skyline, yeah. So that's Highway 35. Drive safe, watch for bikers, watch for wet spots on the road, even yep. when it's freaking total summer conditions. Yeah. Can be sketchy. Watch for Lane spinning out. That's yeah, right. watch out for yeah. Lane, dude. He's got fenders flying everywhere. <laughs> I didn't spin out. I was sideways. Oh, never, sorry. never fully spun, right? <laughs> Just sorry. Come on. Derek Yarbrough 857 says, My question was in the lost audio last week. What will it take to get DWA to a Gridlife Festival event next year? Derek's playing for our plane ticket. Yeah. Derek, you're going to fly us out, and then we're coming. Maybe. Yeah. 
I don't know. What did we say last time? I think that's what we like, said. We, we just we need to pay us to go out. It would be a lot of fun. We'd be really That would be awesome, yeah. Our buddies run it. Uh, or are part of the organizing, but yeah, Derek. Derek knows uh, Austin and oh, okay, and uh, and uh, fuck, I'm such an idiot. Um, um, yeah, yeah, no, friggin' uh, mm-hmm. Adam Jabe Jabe. So they call him Intern Derek, I think. Oh, uh, really? so he's been well, on the show. I, yeah, because Derek has his own podcast, stuff. right? I don't think Eric does, but he's been on their show before and stuff, and he's like really into tracking these days. I know he had a Corvette Z06, maybe a Z06, and then now he has a um, Mazda Miata, like an NC, I think. Oh, sweet. I don't think. Full track car. I don't think people say tracking. But, uh, <laughs> tracking. Well, like he does track days, but you said he's, he's into been tracking? into tracking. He's into tracking his car. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing that That's a say. thing. No. If you say tracking his car, maybe. Mm, but right. just tracking, I don't know if that's a thing. Well, I made it a thing. It's a fucking thing now, right, It's a thing now. I can't. It almost sounds like you're. Now. It's like a, you're on an expedition looking for or a specific, like a destination, yeah. right? Like or like tracking, like track, yeah, like tracking. Watching Star Trek. Yeah, Star. It's Trek. like another name. Or as my wife was like, my wife calls it Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. I go. see where it begins. Um, I yeah. think we're at Blitz um, Koenig. Yeah, does Art want to read one? You were Let's go, Nick. Here we go. Seeing as a large portion of the DWA crew already enjoys taking photos, what do you shoot with? Do you have a signature shot, favorite composition? How much do you think photography helps grow automotive passion? That's a good question. Brian, what do you shoot with? You've been shooting analog recently. Oh, yeah. Been. Fuji, um, or what is that? No, that is a uh, Nikon F4. Mm-hmm. 35 mil. I had to look it up. I was like, is it an F4? And so I looked it up on uh, the Wikipedia just to see that the image was right. And, <laughs> and that's was, a pretty, like, like late, standard, late like, that's a pretty classic. standard cam- classic camera from back then, right? Yeah, I think it's late 80s, mm-hmm. like, yeah, just, like, you know, manual, but also some auto options, too. Run-of-the-mill, like, like, good good camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, it's my father-in-law has a ton of old cameras and he just like lent me this one to use what lens were you shooting with that uh 50 nice. just a 50 prime yeah mm. nice although i i have a i have a zoom lens too that i was putting on uh i put it on a couple times but i should have used it more actually for the track stuff when i was at laguna what was the aperture on that thing uh it goes down to 1.4 that's oh nice that's, that's a good, good lens yeah um and uh i'm still learning with it but it's pretty fun. I definitely like the results. It's it's fun. To, it's like a waiting game, you know. You have to yeah. just be super patient. Um, interesting fact: when I looked up looked up the camera, it was designed by uh, Gigaro. Gigaro. Oh, Giorgio Giugiaro. Giugiaro. Yeah. Giugiaro? yeah, the fucking auto, really? auto designer. Gigaro. It's very square. <laughs> and, yeah. Figaro. That's Kinda cool, though. That's right? pretty awesome. That's amazing, dude. huh? I didn't know that. Wow. Didn't design other things. Yeah. I know the guy who designed a lot of Studebakers, I forget his name. He did a lot of like streamliner, like trains and all, like uh-huh. other, like that makes know, sense. Yeah, technology. Uh, I shoot. Oh, with, and an iPhone. Yeah, iPhone what? Like a two or something? Uh, like SC or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the SC. It's like a 911 SC. <laughs> it is. iPhone Super Carrera. Yeah, dude. It's like the freaking basic one, you know? Like, yeah, it's like the old body with the newer, like, six nice uh, solid channels chassis, or something. You know, it's a smaller size. All yeah. these new phones are, like, oversized. over terribly. I, I'm I'm rolling the big body. Uh, Same here. Seven. You have the plus. 991 of the iPhone. Seven plus? Yeah, we yeah. both brought the seven plus. Yeah, so I shoot that, and then I have a... 
Canon 5D Mark II. And I usually have like a, I think it's a Sigma 24 to 70 is like my standard walk around lens with a polarizer. And then I have a 50 and then I have a 70 to 200 and then I have a wide angle and I have, uh, I don't know, some, I think I have another lens in there, but yeah. So usually it's either the Canon or the iPhone. Nice. And then how about you, Art? Uh, so recently I've been shooting with a Lumix, uh, LX100, which is like a little compact mirrorless camera. Um, it does all right. Uh, it's got a decent sized little sensor on it. Uh, it has like a glass on it, so it's pretty sharp. Um, but it's, I mean, uh, it's a fixed like, lens. Uh, it's a fixed lens. Yeah. But I can't remember the zoom range. It's pretty wide. Uh, but it steps down all the way to like, um, I think I think it's is it one point four? That's why I bought it. I remember it like steps down way, way but only down. only at at a wide open wide open. Yeah, so you have to it, once you start zooming so in, zoomed in, it's yeah, like, like two eight or something. Two, that's not bad. Yeah, even. it's not too bad. Um, but it's a good little all around camera. Like I came from you know having a you know a proper big Canon DSLR and um and I just like I hated carrying all the gear. So then after that I bought a Fujifilm like XE one that I rocked for a while, uh, which is basically an interchangeable little mirrorless. Um, interchangeable lens uh, DSLR and uh, I like the compact size of the new cams um, I'm, I think in the next month or so I'm actually going to pick up a Sony Alpha series like an mm-hmm. Alpha 7 so I've been wanting to do that for a while and I'm just I just got to pull the trigger on it like literally I was looking at them today because what's the like the A600 or well the one that I want is an, uh, I want an A7S and so that's interchangeable lens full frame um, and they're compact mirrorless. Mm-hmm. So, um, you're going to get, you know, basically big body quality, uh, but in a much like smaller package, like $1,300 body or something. They're like not that. cheap. Yeah. That's why I've been kind of like, I mean, like, dude, do I really need it? But the more I see like the, the product, like the, uh, I mean, what, how well they actually no, shoot. Those are nice. They're really nice cameras. So I just, I just got to pull the trigger on I, it. I, uh, I shot my brother's wedding a couple weeks ago uni- using, uh, our friend Ali's Canon. And I had mine, so I had both both cannons on me. But yeah. he has a it's a one DX. Oh Mark, yeah, yeah, Mark two mm. or Mark three or something, whatever the newest. Yeah, dude, that thing was it's crazy how heavy it is, dude. Like it's my wrist camera. hurt after the whole the day. Yeah, and just carrying that honking thing around, you know, and it yeah. shoots like it feels like it shoots thirty frames a sec. You like. Yeah, when you have it on the fast speed, you can't just click off it's one just shot. Like, yeah. It's and crazy. I love dude. the focusing on that though. It's nuts. Like the new, like the new cameras are just intense. Like yeah. they have also way more focus points too. Dude. Like it's it's really nice. My, my Canon has nine focus points. Right. Dude. Yeah. Like, that one. Well, this one has what like forty or something. Something right? so like that. But I was using. I use spot focus, and I and I always crop, and then I yeah. I so I I, I uh, focus, and then I move my crop. Yeah, it makes sense. Especially so, when so you're shooting. I do like, back focus, yeah. and I, I lock my focus. Yeah. And then I. I crop my my right. my your frame my yeah. frame yeah especially if you're shooting like static or like people right it make, it's a lot easier but that's like the one thing that I definitely like but I for realized kids and stuff it's nice to have all those focal points right and just be popping off so spots. even like just I do like to shoot pan shots and stuff and I started doing that back like you know some years ago and I did pretty well but. I stopped, you know, I got rid of all my Canon gear and like now I realized like being at Laguna, like my camera fucking sucks at panning, you know, oh, it's not yeah. designed for that. It's well, for static can, photography. You can do it though. Yeah, it's, I, I did you okay, but why is there? Well, I mean, it's just, it's the, the focus is super slow. Um, that's like the yeah, main you problem. Could do, you could do spot focus. I can't. It's not very focus. good. Yeah, I tried. It's not very good. Hmm. I, I, I tried really, it, 
and I just could not get it right. It was just overexposed to shit, or like I had to like suit, like pull, turn down the exposure compensation like crazy to actually shoot wider so that yeah. I can get like good you know good shots or whatever. Anyways, um, but I think I think uh, I think photography definitely helps like um, the passion or love of cars. Yeah, absolutely. For me, at least. Yeah, like in it terms, it gets me motivated to like go somewhere because I want to take photos. For sure. And then also, I think like it's it's just like focusing and accentuating certain certain details, and that's the type of photography that I really like. Like I like to shoot like specific details of a car, um, and especially stuff that goes unnoticed or like something that really makes the car unique. Um, I remember you know talking to our buddy Cheyenne at, at uh, Petrolicious, like he was looking for a photographer to capture an event, and um, and he's like, yeah, I want somebody that's really like pornographic with their images, you know, like in terms of capturing car content right like making it super sexy and like there is a way to do that you know to really kind of like make it special and interesting and like sexy and like capture lighting a certain way and all that and i can definitely see how that no doubt makes cars more interesting you know to a wider audience and uh, keeps people engaged and interested in that well yeah so that's the second part of the question too what do you what do you shoot mostly lane like what angles are your go-tos or whatever uh, it kind of depends on what I'm doing. I don't think I really have a go-to though. I just like judge it per car. But you know, a Are lot you, of times we're shooting like- for if we're shooting for Instagram. A lot of times it's like. Uh, I'm just going to take a picture of the whole car, so a three-quarter right. shot or something right, like right, that, right, right. like a low, th- like a medium. Like I, I'm known to like drop a knee on the ground and just get a just get a basic three-quarter shot, basically. Mm-hmm. But and then I'll focus in on some details here and there and stuff, but. You know, it depends what I'm what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah, if art's more like detailed on like just the single like little pieces of a car, like you're just getting wide shots of the car. Um, I, it, it's interesting always. that uh, I must, yeah. we we uh, uh, all are k- kind of into it at least. You know, I'm probably the least into car photography out of all of us, but um, you know, there's other people on instagram they're just taking such shit photos like cropping off the edges of cars and like all of us have at least care enough to not do that i think so yeah for sure yeah that's super important i like i definitely rick deacon yeah (laughs) i wasn't gonna name names there's probably others Uh, tons of others just like yeah composition is definitely super important and like and kevin at autoworks detail (laughs) i mean you know it's there's it's interesting to see also how people i I didn't know it was a skill to get like the whole car in a picture in a frame either like people are i don't know what their deal is like they just they're not like oh they forget about the bumpers maybe i should step back one <laughs> step and then i can get right. the entire car because yeah. it's not even like it's not an artistic shot if you're you're cropping off both no. bumpers yeah like you can you can go artistic if you're like oh i can't get back any further then do a front three-quarter shot yeah, or right. just right. the back or or even just the door you know something kind of cool kind of cool but yeah it gets kind of it's crazy how some people don't have the um eye for sometimes them, so. you just can't take the shot like uh, you know a lot of times we're fighting like car rad cars that are in regular parking spots and there's then cars you on do other side. you do other shots you can, yeah that's you can when you have find to get cool the shots close, yeah. close-ups or whatever yeah, yeah i love like i love like walking or i mean it's kind of cliche but i love walking around with the 50 mil on the camera mm-hmm. and just having to get shots yeah so and i like also shooting with a at 200 and getting far back and getting people in the foreground and back, you know, all that yeah. stuff too. Like yeah, shooting so you can incorporate people. them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's super fun. Yeah. Clutch Kick Podcast says, 
if DWA was a, was sponsored but also forced to build a car for a scene they're not into, what would the scene be, and what car would it be? Example: stance car, drag car, concourse car that's never driven, etc. What would we build that we're not into collectively? Huh? What are we not into? I feel like we concourse stance car or something. Stance. Yeah, it's probably. A I mean, if you thing. if you say concourse, I mean that. There's not much you can do there. Can right? we just say lowrider? Because I'm totally not into it. But Dude, that, I'm that would so be, into it. Well, no, we're, I'm saying we're no. not into that at all. Okay. That would be pretty it. fun to build. So fun? Yep. Like, I, I think a lowrider yeah. would be a fun build. I would absolutely love yeah. to build a lowrider for sure. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're... Yeah, we're not into it. I would never... Yeah, I, I don't... I mean, I know. I think Brian probably would own one, but... I, I think he's I, saying cars... Like, a, a scene we don't like at all, though. Yeah. I mean, because I do like lowriders. I just don't feel yeah. like I ever want them myself. What about one of those, like, big old uh, pickup trucks <sighs> where are going through the mud with, like, 40-inch oh. tires or, like, the crazy-ass... You know, the really yeah, the 44s yeah, that are just ridiculous. With the huge stereo. And yeah. Well, I mean, a notes. lot of them, don't, I mean, they have, they're built like they are going to do that, but they're totally not, right? Like, they don't, they well, never I, Well, not say, really, because I mean, now they have, like, now they have, like, 20 series tires on them. Mm, you know? Like all the ones that see us. What if we had to build a donk? And we had to, like, pick, I think that would be fun. pick a fast food chain uh, to put yeah, on the side. <laughs> that'd be so awesome. What, so what fast food? Arby's, of course. Oh, wow. I've never been to an Arby's. It's pretty know. good, dude. The roast beef. You Don't they have, have some like sauce? Donkey sandwiches. sauce or something? Donkey sauce. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, the Impala, is, yeah. yeah. Oh, and we call it the donkey mobile. Oh, the donkey sauce donk. <laughs> donkey sauce. Dude. Oh, shit. How can we do that? Donkey. <laughs> and then the wheels are like patterned after the way that they lay the roast beef in the sandwich. It's oh, like super interesting. Yeah. Dude. I'm kind of into this. Roll those roast beef wheels. Oh, I the never. RB ones RB ones Roast beef 11s. Oh, my. Most popular 1552 wheels ever. <laughs> That's a good idea, dude. I think we should do that. Yeah. SF Production Gabe says, pick a theme song that is a good fit for your project car. I think that the Skylark needs some flamenco guitar. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, really? it's really? pretty solid, dude. We had a little... Pandora station going, and I was, you know, we were just jamming out to the flamenco guitar or whatever, you know, all mm. the Spanish stuff. Uh, and uh, I was just thinking Skylark the whole time, daydreaming. Hmm. That's not a particular song, but that's my answer. Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah, I don't know, man. So this is a 2002. You only have yeah. one car now, Art. One car, yeah. Can't even talk about the NSX anymore. Can't. What's the theme song for the 2002? Something about waiting for a really long time. <laughs> for some reason, uh, you know, uh, Canned Heat comes to mind. It's kind of like hippie-ish, that? that car. You know, like, I'm on the road again. Do, 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 do. Isn't Canned Heat an artist? Yep. And the theme not, song would be, song. the song is on the road again. Okay. That's a, that's, that's all I got. That's so answer, dude. I'm just thinking, just like the just car what is kind of, green. What kind of music is going through your mind behind, <laughs> besides uh, Square Pusher Square Pants? Square Pusher. <laughs> that's the only thing that came to mind, literally. I've got nothing. Canned heat. I'm trying to think of something. Blaine, what you got? Oh, I can't really think of any. All I can, the song I have in my head is, Don't you forget about me. <laughs> You know? I like it. I like it. Dude, I think that works. I think that's a good answer, Lane. Actually, I'm now like that I'm thinking answer. about it. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, like I mean, I feel because it's 
It's definitely a sporty little 70s car, and yeah. I imagine, like, kind of, like, Italian police film soundtracks. Oh. Like, you know, just porn like, music. Kind of porny. Cool. Kind of porny. Cool. Kind of, like, uh, kind of porny, kind of, uh... High-speed like, chase through France. But it's not really a... high-speed chase. It's just, like, a little bit fun chase. Going through the, t- the a city. fun chase. Yeah. Definitely someone's on your tail and you're trying yeah. to lose them, but you're not fully, like, you know, making you're not crazy like Tom moves. Cruise crashing through. No, sideways, you're just like, you're alleyways. obeying the, the laws and you see you're at the, at the stoplight. The guy's five cars down behind you. Didn't and, Clint Eastwood movies kind of have that? Yeah. Well, the one, like, French Connection's a big one that I, um, and then there's all sorts of weird Italian police films. CDN Wacko says, what equip, equipment is Lane using for painting the parts on the 944? Size of compressor, type of gun. Thanks. You're going to, um, you're going to blow minds right now for the the stuff i've done on the 944 is straight rattle can son but it's like not regular I mean, it's, it's just i mean it's normal rattle can it's just paint match like paintmatch.com or one of those other places and then i use a um basically it's a two-part clear coat so it's where you you basically you break it open on the bottom and it mixes inside the can so oh, it, that sounds fancy. It dries faster and harder and everything, like a real clear coat does. So it catalyzes essentially. So that those cans that you have though, like to shoot the paint, they have like a different type of tip and all that, right? Like I they mean, fan out differently and pretty pretty standard. But though. it's not like Orchard it's, Supply hardware. No, but yeah. it's standard of like a good like SEM or one of those paints. Mm, right, right. Once you pop it, that's it, probably right. You like, have you know, a, a full can. You have twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's because it's catalyzed. Yeah. And then um. I have a follow-up question for that on yeah. the Sunday edition. But, I, you know, in the past, I've used, uh, for painting, I just, I, I mean, bigger compressor, the better when you're really painting. Um, I've done stuff with our little tiny, like, two-chamber compressor, and that's always a little trying. You um just wait. Yeah, you have to kind of wait, and then the guns, like, I, I remember I bought a brand new, like, top loader, like, pretty nice gun, and... That thing always kind of fucked up, and I always go back to my dad's, like, Binks um, bottom loader guns that he had from, like, spraying furniture in the 80s and stuff, so... Yeah, did, those during our lifetime, didn't, didn't it all change? Like, the laws changed, so you had to be all, like, VOC compliant? Well, now, I mean, shit. Santa Cruz can actually... You can actually still spray, like, good paint, but uh, every, most other places in California, you have to use water base, waterboard paints and, and stuff like and that. And that's, like, is that... That's a different gun, too? You have to use... Yeah, it's like different... Lower pressure, I believe, and... Yeah, there's all kinds of... I mean, lower pressure also with a top loader, because it's it's obviously works off it's of pressure. gravity, isn't it? Gravity-fed, rather yeah. than, like, pulling it up. So, those waste less pain as well, because you have less pressure. Yeah, it's... Pressure, so less spraying stuff everywhere. is going into the environment. Yeah. Will.Barnes. If all Radwood organizers had to swap cars, who do you think would be best suited to which car? Imagine every car is running from everyone's garage. Yes, even Cam's imaginary carbon Porsche. <laughs> I haven't heard about this carbon Porsche. Uh, like that. he Dude, that's a lot of cars for us to consider right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is everyone? Wait, what? Dude, okay. all I know is my 56 Chevy is in the mix. Really? Well, he said, imagine every car is running from everyone's garage. Hmm. Okay. No, it's not in the garage. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's forced, including... Dude, this is way too hard. (laughs) There's too many people. I can't even think about... There's four, eight, nine, ten ten people. No, and and then... How many cars do they have? And then you add, like, Patrick and Jason, because I consider them part of it. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. And each each person has three or four cars, probably. Yeah. The Cam has ten cars, I think, or 
something or eight. Brad, how many does he have? Who knows? Yeah, dude? the guy's like a total up that he found on the street. He yeah, has... Warren. I don't even know what Warren has. Can we pick <laughs> one car that one one Radwood organizer should drive? Sure, that's Go not. For it. Well, okay, I think Brad should uh, drive the Skylark. Ah, that would work. <laughs> dude, I saw him sit in it at Ali's yeah, house, yeah, yeah. and it was like... A perfect fit. Kind of made, huh? Yeah. yeah. I could see that, for sure. All right. So any yeah. others? I uh, can't think of any. Um, Warren and Mikey can trade E30s. That would be a letdown. There you go. <laughs> Pushy pushy. So do the dual carbs live up to Art's dreams? Are dual 45s too much for the M10, as some skeptics had wondered? And have old farts been right all along about a dialed carburetor setup beating primitive mechanical fuel injection? And have old farts been right all along? Well, uh, now that it's tuned, yeah. Have you changed your tune? Uh, no. So I'm well. I don't know if I've changed my tune. I didn't what, know what, what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, and I was getting frustrated with carbs, but um, I can tell you now that the carburetor setup is is pretty ideal. Um, I don't know. I'm not tracking gas mileage or anything like that. I mean, it, it, I think a lot of people didn't realize that this car, this engine, isn't just a stock motor. You know, it's 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 a hopped up M10. You know, it has a cam. It's high compression. It's bigger displacement. Like it's port and polish, blueprinted, all this other shit, right? So yeah, it's what's not the displacement? Like, it's a 2100 cc. Motor now, so, so it's just one hundred. Yeah, it's like nineteen eighty yeah. something. You know how it always is. So it's like it's a slightly bigger overbore. Um, but no, I mean it's great. I, I love it. Um, I don't really, um, you know, foresee making any changes. I think you know well, one, of one thing, not, dude. You just spent so much time. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you well, know, does it live up to your dreams? It definitely does, man. It I'm, does. I'm super okay. impressed. I'm like okay. very impressed. I mean, I fire. I literally two pumps of the throttle of the gas uh, fires right up. Um, you know, it idles low initially for the first like you know two minutes, and then once it starts like to get some temp in it, it just cruises. No it's choke. Great. How does that? And how no does that work? I'm does it have choke. a electronic choke? Or uh, it can, but it's not. It doesn't have one really. Set up. No yeah. choke at all. Wow. No choke at all. Yeah. Um, I, so, so I just yeah. hold. Yeah, I just hold it. Just chill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and performance wise, performance wise, it's, it's killer. It freaking rips, dude. I mean, you compare. Find yourself comparing. Like, oh, I wonder what it would be like if I had fuel injection. How about the sound? All right. It sounds good. A lot of induction noise. Way a lot more induction noise than exhaust noise right now. Um, I would like to remove the filters completely and see what that sounds like. I'm kind of excited to do that. I haven't done it yet. Uh, but you know what's interesting though is that now that I have this setup. Um, you know, I always had a dream of like putting like an S14 or a modern motor in a 2002. And like now that I'm like putting, like building this car out and adding little details, like I'm more into the idea of keeping it sort of more period, like in here yeah. in doing more like period modifications more raw. and more kind of OG and simple. Like, um, and I really like this setup that I have now. And I, I really have no desire to, to do anything else like engine wise, you know, like, um, I might put some other trumpets on there just for like, aesthetics really and like just for events and stuff i i found these really sick uh red alpina like trumpets i don't know if you've seen those yeah i'm not uh, 
Yeah, whatever. I'm a big fan of those. All so right. those pull the filters off, rock those. Um, so uh, we're talking about performance here, though. What, so what about uh, the dual 45s? Is it too much? Well, that's it, where people I, are underestimating the rest of your motor. Right, but I don't know what it a, does sound like a lot though compared to yeah. other motors that run those types of that size of carb. Well, to give you an example, uh, so Alex, uh, who bought my NSX, has dual 48s. On his 2.4 liter uh, four cylinder or flat four type four motor, hmm. and it's aggressive, but it, it but it's a very it's a well built motor, mm-hmm. um, and basically the thing that suffers the most is is a fuel economy because like you are dumping a lot of fuel into these things at like m- you know more partial throttle situations, but when you're at full throttle it's super efficient. And I mean, isn't more of the cool. jets and stuff? That, yeah, right. That it's, make it's the difference li- because the jets. Cause yeah, that's yeah. how you're really tuning it. Anyways. Yeah. So the, well, there's one thing about it. So it's a 45. Uh, it's a 45 because that's the size of the throat and you choke it down with a Venturi. So that's like what they call the choke, right? So they're inside of the, inside of the actual barrel. You, you change the size of the Venturi. So, um, that's what really dictates, uh, what, what, what size you're dealing with. Um, a 40. So that's the air. Um, that's not even the fuel part. Right. So the, uh, a 40, uh, DCOE side draft just has a lower limit as to how, you know, how you can choke it. So it's So like, don't you always want as much air as you can get? So you can dump more fuel in? Isn't that the point of like a combustion? Pretty know, much. Motor? I mean, yeah, but it, there's like a sort of a, 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 a cherry spot, so to speak, right? Yeah, Where, yeah. and it's all tailored to the motor. So mine has been tuned specifically, uh, for the, the setup that I have. So, and I mean, is fuel economy really your, no, your not at all. On a, Freaking seventies, two thousand. Not at all. Like I have, I really don't care at all. Like I mean, it's it's just this is a fun, you know, fun car. That I mean, I don't. I'm currently dailing, but eventually that won't be the case, you know. So, um, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm super happy with it. I have, and I think, yeah, no doubt. I mean, to answer a second question, we've kind of touched upon the second point there, or the last point that Kugelfischer injection is known to be pretty limited, and like, um, you know, my car is already way faster than a TAI. I'm definitely making more power than a TII. And, you know, I don't have to deal with that super, like, complex, expensive I mean, me- mechanical fuel From the uh, TIIs I've been around and driven and not stuff that like fast. that, they're not that fast, but they're also, they're not like, it's not like they run like a modern fuel-injected right. car. It's not, right. you don't just start them up and they're perfect and they idle perfect and everything. Yep. They're always a little, a little off, you know? Yeah, and I yeah. think they're, they're notoriously, like... But hard to work on and stuff because people yeah. don't are not knowledgeable to, with them. To be fair, the ones you've probably driven haven't been dialed. Mm. Actually, well, no, no, Kevin's no, is really nice. Kevin's yeah. is pretty dialed. Okay, his car is just you know it's it it's fun and everything, but it's definitely not as quick as Art's car. And that's it's what not I, as tunable, right? No, or maybe it's not. It's not. No, no. so it's not. In theory, so, it could be, but not really. Limited. And so the, the other thing I hear, about I think is, if you do tune it, you have that's when you have to go carbs. Or you have to go standalone, like I mean, even like nine fourteens and stuff. Like the fuel injection's pretty good, I would say. Is that CIS? It's not CIS. It's um, I don't even know what it is, but I know one point eight or L Jet, and then it's uh, D Jet or something. I don't even know. Well, early on, Um, the the other ones I was going to say is the Speaker injections too on Alphas. Like those are renowned for being like you you can get them to run really well, but. They're very finicky. It's very like, few people know how to work on them. Yeah. So, like, you're better off just pulling that shit off yeah. and just running. Cars. And that's the way, like, a lot of the 914, you know, 914s run great with, like, limited mods, very limited mods with the the fuel injection. And that's, like, you know, it's a nice way to go. But if you're really, if you're going to build the motor up to 2.2 or 2.4, yeah. you basically have to go carbs. 
Yeah. No, I have seen like people modify the Google Fisher injection pumps to actually make them pump more fuel and make them, you know, make more power. But yeah, as Lane's saying, like usually you're better off just getting rid of it and, and you know, shelving it and just doing carbs. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super happy with it. I can tell you right now though, um, this might be a Sunday thing, but I was considering maybe getting another carbureted car, like another cool classic. Um, and after driving this car a lot and around town and everything, like it's definitely burning really, really clean relative to how it was, but you still get the fuel smell when you're sitting there idling, you know, the, the air blows around you and you get that rich fuel smell. You, you still smell like it's gasoline. Awesome. It's yeah. just old school. But I mean, I don't know if I want that all the time. Like, so... Um, it's kind of changed my mind in that way. Like I would rather have another car that is fuel injection with modern, more modern ish fuel injection, as opposed to having another carbureted car. Makes sense. Yep. Um, which one are we on here? Os Alpha. Mm. Each of you has to pick a dedicated track car and tow vehicle combo. The catch is both the track car and the tow vehicle have to be from the same manufacturer. What do you go with? It's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, I, I I would just go where the default. I would There's get a, a lot of good. Con- I go like yeah, Cayenne GTS. Cayenne GTS. I mean, sorry, uh, uh, Macan GTS maybe. I would go Cayenne GTS. Uh, I would probably do the the uh, the automatic, so like a 2014 V8 um, naturally aspirated one with uh, yeah, like probably a 911 SC as a track car. I mean, just parts availability, you know, cheaper to maintain, um, simpler, funner car. Pretty surprised you didn't say GT3 RS. Nah, I would. I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, I, I just because I'm thinking, I'm being realistic. I'm thinking about like what I can actually afford. I think for a track like, car, I'd probably go 996 GT3. That'd be cool. And then I would have a Macan GTS, or and I could probably tow that car, or eh, maybe not. So maybe a Cayenne, like GTS or Turbo or something. GTS is probably more fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty easy. All uh, right, you know what else? Well, we'll talk about it later. But there's a new article in Road and Track, uh, BMW M5 with a three liter Batmobile would be pretty dope. Mm. Wait, M5 towing a Batmobile? Sorry, not an M5, an X5. X5. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. X5M. Yeah, I like X5Ms a lot. I mean, and that would be pretty rad. Or you could go any vintage, like Porsche combo, or you can go, yeah. you can go Mercedes. Um, you can go like a new Mercedes Wagon E63 with a SLR or an old uh, Mercedes 300 SLR. Oh, maybe. Shit. That's all crazy. Uh, yeah, I guess you could. I mean, I don't know if that would be a good like track car, but like more. That's I'm gonna go. Irish. I'm gonna go air cooled van again with a polo motor and a 914 with a polo motor. Wrong. I guess Whoa. it is a VW Porsche. You could do that. Yeah. Nice. I know. I feel like mine's. Ah, dude, I, I kind of wanted to make get something more interesting. Too late there, now, but. man. You already bought that. You blew it, bro. Yeah. You can go Toyota. Spend your money. Toyota, do like does Lexus count? Well, I was trying to think of what I could do with my famous off-road desires, uh, and so I don't. I, I I got stumped. Land Rover doesn't make a race car. Oh, you can do a Celica GTS with a with Toyota Land Cruiser. Celica GTS. Like the all-track oh, race car? fucking rally car. Like yeah. the full race car one, you know? What the, about the rally car? Or you can do that, yeah. too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be track racing. Yeah. How about a, what Paris, about a Subaru STI how, pulling a Subaru STI? How about a Paradigm Car <laughs> 959? Ooh, towing? <laughs> towing, yes! <laughs> Didn't even think about that. <laughs> towing a 912? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know, man. I was so because if I went Lexus Toyota, I would go. I really like. I've been. Do you say it t- Toyota on purpose? I do. You don't and really it, think it's. I like just that. like to emphasize it now. Yeah, you know? just like you're, Chry- playing a, you're playing a role. Just like Chrysler and Tesla. Yeah. Uh, so, but if I were to go that route, I would. I, I really like the Lexus GXs, like Byron and Byron. The Lexus GXs, whichever one, four seventy, four sixty, they're all cool. Yeah, and then do an A eighty six Corolla. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that combo. That would be cool. Yeah, super easy to tow that shit. Weighs nothing. So you could tow that with a Camry. Yeah, that's What's true. the worst choice? TRD Camry. Uh, what Chrysler LeBaron convertible track car towed by a <laughs> no by PT Pacifica? Chrysler Pacifica. There it is. PT Cruiser towed towed oh, by no, no, no. a by a Pacifica. Yes, and you do wood paneling on everything. Yes, yes. With the no, little wait, tiny the Pacifica tri- doesn't have wood paneling. With the you little- have to do an OG. Uh, first oh, gen uh, minivan. Minivan, yeah, Chrysler t- oh, town yeah, and country. Towing a LeBaron convertible. White walls on all of oh, with, with, with wood paneling on everything. Yeah. It's probably the same bolt pattern for the wheels and all that stuff too, so you can swap. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. You know, one interesting question that we've never gotten is like, if we had a tow with a car, what car would we get? Like, not a truck, right? Dude, okay, vintage photos from people posting from like, uh, the Monterey Historics back in the day. I feel like it was Jeff at Hardtuned or something. One of those Instagrams accounts we follow uh, shows the pits of the historic. A lot of wagons, a lot probably. of wagons, mm-hmm. just on little single dolly yeah. style trailers. That why not? Yeah, that's that's what it used to be. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean yeah. those yeah. tractor. A lot of probably lotuses shit. and stuff that weighed fourteen hundred pounds yeah, too. Right. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, dude, how rad is that's that rad. that they were just like? I mean, all a lot of these race day. cars, if they weigh under twenty five hundred pounds, and yeah. say you have like, uh, you can have a light trailer that weighs like six hundred, mm. you have like under, you know, around three hundred three thousand pounds for your rig. Yeah, like a lot of cars could tow that. Oh, yeah, you could tow that totally. That's too bad. Totally, 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 bro. Um, Jaycor says, if your cars were a pizza, what toppings would they would they have? Whoa, mm. that's crazy. Well, I'm you know, I'm a margarita kind of guy, so keep it simple. Margarita? <laughs> margarita. Yeah, you got something special going on in your pizza, though. Special going on in pizza. I mean, I, you, just, you I, have I, the pump motor and everything. That's You got some sausage on that margarita. Really? <laughs> some sausage in there. I always, I mean, some like some spice, right? A little bit like of a little, peppers, hot peppers, peppers, some peppers. Some peppers. That's I right. always like me some basil. They're green. How's that? Basil? Yes. Some onions and like... Onions. Onions. Okay. Always spicy, spicy, and then some kind of. Um, I don't know what you call onions. They're yeah, spicy. Some, some kind of. Uh, oh, here we go. Jalapenos. You're gonna put jalapenos <laughs> on your margarita. Yes. You're gonna ruin it, man. Dude, that's no. like putting funky wheels on your 2002. I like it spicy, simple. I love jalapenos on my pizza. Probably, oh, me too. You probably have Hawaiian barbecue. I'm a, pizza. I'm a raw, I'm a raw jalapeno guy. Ooh, on my pizza. that's hardcore. I don't know about that. So I, what's your 944? What kind of pizza is that? It's not a pizza, dude. It's a car. <laughs> It's not a pizza. Let's get real here. <laughs> well, it's Dude, you're, you're colors. The, your car has like the pizza, the crust, uh, cheesy crust. Orange bell peppers. Oh, yeah. All the stickers. Yeah. It's like all those extra <laughs> I shit. I have so many it's stickers. super hyped. <laughs> I have a lot of stickers. Speaking actually. of stickers, look at I what I'm- sticker guy. Look at what I brought from Hawaii. I was going to, I was going to offer this up to you. Try Lane, slow, bro. Try but, slow. But, uh, no, it's even better than that. I was going to offer this up to you for your car, but I think with uh, our podcast table, we'll need some new stickers. Slow yourself down. Slow yourself down, bro. Slow yourself down, bro. It's yeah. a new one. Slow I yourself like down, bro. Brada, brada. Okay. <laughs> Ada, brada. Wait, you should Whoa, do everything. Sticker, Whoa, you have to, hey, this is the first sticker, dude. First sticker. So Let's you plan to, this. You have to plan this thing, man. I, I say you put them inboard. 
Inboard, what? yeah. Oh, like spare like, from the know, middle out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bam. Yeah. Oh, almost oh. spilled. Oh. Didn't spill. How's was that right there. Slow yourself down, brah. All right, brother. I like it. Systatic and Sophie. Um, so the Skylark is... Oh, sorry. It's a mid-sized car, but it's still a big it's American like car. Spaghetti with fucking <laughs> just all like all tomato flimsy? sauce. In. Spaghetti? Flimsy? What? <laughs> How dare you call it flimsy? It's is that because it's of the V6? Pesto. You're pesto, dude. No, Green all over the no, place. He's spaghetti with Heinz 57. Uh, talking about pizza, man, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spaghetti pizza? I just think yeah, pesto. I, I'm weird. all. I think pesto pizza. Pesto for you, dude. You're I'm not great. asking for your opinions. I was about to tell you guys what it is. Green inside and out, bro. He's the five dollar uh, pizza. 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 Oh, pizza, uh, Little Caesars? <laughs> Little Caesars. Yeah. Uh, I'm popping Murphy's all the way. Uh, I'm mountain bike yourself. That's a local thing. People know that. So, yeah, I think mine's like whatever you can put, stack a mountain of all the meat and like extra stuff on there, but it's like a medium pizza size. Medium Pete lovers, small, meat lover's delight. Yes, but in the smaller size. Hmm. All right. Okay. Whatever. You guys, you guys hate me. <laughs> Tom's underscore Ellick. Are there any modifications you find yourself doing to almost every car, however major or minor, such as wheels, lowering, coilovers, tint, audio, Euro parts, etc.? Hashtag ZHP shift knob, hashtag SOC, hashtag yo hole. Are you going to put a, a Euro parts on your Skylark? I put a Laguna Seca sticker on. Yeah, you did. I like to... I mean, all my cars, I don't think there's anything I do to all my cars. Stickers? Tires, dude, Stickers always. Tires, yeah, sure, tires. I like to lower my cars. Same here. There you go. That's something. Not crazy, but just a little bit. Close that wheel gap. And for just handling purposes and stuff, I like to put better shocks and springs. Mm-hmm. I tend to do that on most of my cars. GTI, yeah, yeah. I haven't touched it, but... Uh, yeah. But your TDI, you did it TDI, I did right away. My 944, I did. Yeah. Um, most of my cars. Yeah, coilovers are not essential. I mean, definitely. I've you know, never just, had yeah, coilovers. But. Uh, audio, Brian? Was that a question? <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to have an answer for that? Those yeah. words that you just said? <laughs> totally. What's up with those cookies out there, dude? Yeah, you can eat those cookies. Who's are they? They won't even be crunchy. A little bit crunchy, actually. I, I like crunchy ones. ones. Um, yeah, I I like don't modify my cars. Oh, yeah. No, you, you don't. don't I just fix them. Oh, oh yes, no, your brakes change. The, I always do. Yeah, brakes. Fixing is a little I, questionable. I thinking, well, I fix the things that really need attention. Okay, they maybe need attention. I don't fix that. Yeah. Really need it. Yeah, but uh, brake fluid flush. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always do that. And yeah, like just getting brakes. Very neat. Yeah, it's like a super common thing that most people neglect. Right? Pads and like, fluid. Pads. Yeah, fluid especially. Oh, yeah. And rotors. But rotors. Brian comes from a racing background. I come from a shift knob background. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your answer? What do you always do besides everything? Besides everything? Well, no, I mean, I do everything, dude. Wheels. You get a car and you do everything. Yeah, wheels, tires, uh, usually brake pads, not always, but that's a common one. Um, uh, Steering wheel, shift knob. Unless it already has a nice one, so the 2002 has like a very lightweight, like period wooden ch- wood shift knob. Do we want to hear about the shift knob, Blaine? <laughs> well, here's the deal. Um, I feel like it matches the character of the transmission because it's very, very oh light. Like it, it, uh, it doesn't require a lot of effort no, to get it in gear. No, we were here. actually talking about this. Yeah, like the shift knob, the design of the shift knob can tell you basically how you're supposed to shift. Yeah. This car. So like, I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to change it. I think it's fine. So like, 
That goes against yeah. everything I know about you. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I'm glad that you're not putting his EHP ship. I do like to restore the paint with our buddy uh, Auto Works Detailing. He usually does a good job. But that's one thing. It's it's something that makes a huge difference in a car. Like yeah. just a good a good cut and buff. That's Kevin at AutoWorksDetailing.com. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Uh, it's kind of those are kind of my go tos, dude. So we could almost predict. We could look at any car on Craigslist and say, this is what it would look like if Art bought it right now. Pretty much, you yeah. take it to Kevin, get it detailed the fuck out, and then uh, throw I mean, some yeah, stuff kind of a, in. That's kind of a good, like, full, like yeah, that's just a good way like, to transforming a car, really. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. look at that car. Imagine what it looked like if it was cleaned up and maybe lowered Lower, a tiny bit yeah. with some nicer wheels and tires. Yeah. And a good shift knob. <laughs> Glori- glorious new brake fluid. And a Momo steering wheel. Makes a big difference. Uh, I've never, I don't know, I'm not a big audio guy. Yeah, um, I don't think any of us are. Yeah, but Mm-mm. that being said, I have no audio in the 2002 right now. And I was that kind of sucks. I was rocking my Bose noise-canceling headphones on the drive down because <laughs> that's what I had at hand. <laughs> yeah, that's super art. Nerdy. They're like the big ones, right? Big These ones. aren't earbuds. Over ear. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a, a walking monster commercial. Totally. At least cops aren't rolling up next to you or anything like that. Um, It's illegal, bro. Totally is. It is illegal. Unless, I think if you pull one ear off. That's that's usually one exposed, right? Yeah. So when the cop pulls you over, you pull one out and you go, oh, no, I'm cool, man. Hey, bro. Yeah, is that legal to have one earbud in? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's like the, like, oh, I swear. I don't think I, is that legal? It is legal, yeah. Yeah, I think, I feel like I read that. Hmm. And more to come about that on the Sunday edition. Indeed. Maybe. Uh, what are, where are we at next? Angry Bird GTI. Right. So, um, is this why we read it? since the last podcast was cut off, thoughts on manual A6, A4, oh, V6, A4 as a daily. Any input on accurate TL6 speed? Uh, looking at all options here. Thanks for the stickers, and I'll try to send more fidget spinners for uh, your way for Warren. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian, Brian wants them as much. Yeah. As he, well, well, no, what, I've got my fidget spinner. He's Warren missing one big it. element here. He said originally it was going to be an Avant A4 V6. That yeah, makes all right. the difference. Did right? he say Avant? He did. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a wagon. Yeah, that it, we're totally down with. We said that's a that's a good little oh, yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, you're Lane, right. you know, we're we're talking about the uh, Ultra Sport when that came out. We're super yeah, we're super stoked on that. Yeah, right. A two thousand two A four V six Auto that I bought with um, ninety nine thousand miles on it. I sold it with like one hundred and seventy, and uh, I never had anything go. I had a, a coil pack go out. That's all I ever had go wrong. That was a great car. So. Um, I have never owned an Acura TL six speed, but I know people who have, and specifically people with like racing backgrounds who actually know how to drive and, and like sporty cars, and they really really like those. That would seem cool. Um, yeah, well, I was thinking about going with one, and then I, I went with the more reliable car, the right. TSX, totally, because the engine doesn't require timing belts. And yeah, this the, is the V6. The TL, the V6 requires timing belt services and or stuff. Or is it a big 2.4? What is this thing? Is it a V6? Yeah, it's a V6. It's a V6? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's a pumped up Accord motor, the V6 Accord motor, essentially. Yeah. But um, I like the way they look. And, and it's they like they the Acura NSX engine, basically. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, yeah, they're cool. I, I really like the way they look with that cutout on the side. 
Yeah. Like, that was the height of the Japanese sedan. Yeah, it looks good from all angles. The front mm-hmm. and the rear is cool. The, yeah, it, it, nice interior. I mean, it's it's a cool car. I think they're they're great. I mean, I don't know anything about, like, reliability or, or longevity I think of the pretty, cars. they're pretty, pretty good. good. It's um, like an Accord, basically. But, but I, have, I heard they, they like do have... like, 280 horse or something? Yeah, I do. I remember, like, my buddy Caleb Kenny, who, you know, raced in Skip Barber and did a lot of stuff in um, karting, now drives a, an Alfa Romeo 4C as a daily, um, had one of these, and he was very... Very impressed by the handling, I remember. So apparently they're pretty solid little cars. That's all I've got. But personally, I would be probably more interested in seeing that TL Type S than a V6 Audi. Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily looking at Type S, but yeah. Yeah. Really? How? I thought you'd be super into the Avant. I do like Avants, yeah. But I mean, I like the TL like aesthetically more. Unless it's what a, would a, be the super DWA thing to buy in that price range? What are we talking so, about? Twelve grand or something here? Yeah, like probably ten to twelve. Not, I don't know how much V six. Probably, probably less under money. that. Yeah, ten. Less less even ten. Yeah. We're looking at like eight, eight to ten. Eight to, eight ten. to ten grand. Six to ten, maybe. Uh, let's see. So he it's wants kind of like this is filling the appliance role. It almost doesn't even matter. Well, what about a, a three hundred E, uh, three hundred TE? If he wants an Avant, that's a yeah, cool car. That's cool. Buy it for four grand and just put six grand into it. Not even that much, a little bit. And those are super oh, so rock solid. W two ten. No, W one twenty four. So like the one that our buddy, uh, yeah, that was Brian. Brian War Tucker. Yeah. Edward. Tucker. Oh yeah, yeah, one of those. Okay, yeah. an early one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are rad. I really like those. Yeah. I do like the idea of getting one of those and just like just paying through the nose for all the maintenance, but lowered on AMG it, wheels. You know? Like yeah, those things look good. Nice and compact. And the build quality is so good. Like, the mm-hmm. interior, Their I tanks. feel like it's just really solid. Yeah. You're not going to get Pretty weird, dope. flimsy shit. Yeah. yeah. Optional rear-facing seat, right? In the yeah. third mm-hmm. row? Yeah, yeah. Another DWA option is like a 740 Turbo. Yes. Yes. That'd be pretty dope with the, the third rear-facing seat. Um, Tom Zellick asked another question. I guess you're allowed to do that now. Uh, if your wives ask you to build it or buy... The perfect car for her. What would it be and why? What you got so all of our wives. What are you gonna what say? Their prime car. What's be? Heidi going for? She didn't give a shit. Really? Heidi zero, doesn't care. Like zero fucks given. She just wants a car that, that get her to work and back and pick mm-hmm. up the kids. And to, so she wants a Tesla. I don't know if she'd want to plug it in. She'd probably forget to plug it in all the time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's kind of retarded. Oh, <laughs> she's kind of retarded. That's, that's on record now. Man. That's, that can't um, be used against you. <laughs> well, I know what car my wife wanted, and we What's didn't that? go for one because it, they're way too expensive. Range Rover. There's no Dude, reason for it. All wives would probably want a Range Rover. My wife sport. wants a Range Rover Sport. Yeah, yeah. She's, she actually really wanted... She's like, do they have a hybrid yet? Because if they have a hybrid... Do they have one that's more expensive? I want more complications. <laughs> I want a British hybrid. Yeah, she, that's what she wanted. Range she wanted. Rovers don't... They're too reliable. They're too good. $120,000 is not enough. Yeah. Right. It she wanted a Range Rover Sport hybrid. Inscription edition or whatever. And, you know, and we went and sat in them everything, and they're really nice. And I, if, you know, if she really, really wanted that in, in this theoretical scenario where I was going to spend a hundred and whatever, 30 grand for a car for her? Sure. Yeah, I don't know how much I, they are. I, I they're can, not that much, are they? Uh, not a sport, but you might be, you might be getting into, you'll hit a hundred, I think. For a hybrid? Yeah, I don't remember. The sport hybrid came, came out right when we were looking at the X1. Because um, I know the, um, the big boy Range Rovers can get into like the 100, 130 range 100, I, or I'm more, guessing... probably, probably 100 for the 
Well, I forget what the package is. You know, yeah. 140 grand. All right, or something. all right. I think you guys are off the charts here. I think, I think, I think I know Tom's underscore Alec, like the area that he lives in here mentally uh, with cars, and it's in the ten thousand dollar range. Like, if you had to build a car, no, we're not in that range. But I'm yeah. not going to build. Yeah, I'm yeah, not going to build not shit she, because she doesn't care. She, my just, wife, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I should buy the most perfect Volvo seven forty turbo wagon. That'd be a rad family car. What if it's not a family car? What if it's their second car? Hmm, my wife doesn't want a second car. What if she what a little rabbit convertible? Last thing she wanted is a second Cruiser car. Cruiser on SC? No, oh, damn. My Jamie wife actually might, Jamie might like that. She my wife some, actually yeah. had rag cars. Her first car was a seventy eight Celica five speed. Whoa, nice. Uh, That's a cool one. Two door coupe, you know, yeah. a little hatchback. And then she had a Volkswagen Jetta five speed. Oh, she had okay. some cool stuff. What, yeah. what year? The, what like Mark? eighties. It was a Mark two. Mark two. So like yeah, eighty six. Cool. Yeah. So what about she... what about this? A fifty five Chevy Gasser. Whoa! So what the hell? Whoa. It's easy to get in. It's got that nice easy entry. I, height. I, I've never like <laughs> oh, I've never God. been into Gassers. <laughs> blah, 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 I just blah, can't blah, believe blah. they went as fast as they did with like such horrible aerodynamics. <laughs> like it's incredible. Like, did they really go that fast? Probably dude, not. They, like I, you look at the numbers, it's like like elevens and shit. Like back then, like that's pretty damn oh, solid. But that's well, quick. It's a but, lot of motor and a lot of tire. Yeah, I mean compared to now, it's not. But I mean, damn, you know, like they're bricks with like. Tons of ground clearance. Lifted in the front, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, Christina would be down with like a little convertible Beamer or something. Mm. I, she also actually is pretty into the Mercedes project. Like if I could have finished that, she was mm-hmm. she was stoked on that. Yeah. You know what car she would actually really like? Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, she really loved her Mini, but we needed a bigger car and you know, we weren't going to have three cars. Like as a, as a second car, she would love to have a little Mini again. Ooh, first but gen Mini Cooper. She had a uh, second gen and it was actually not, not turbo though. And it was really reliable. Okay. Yeah. She'll probably get that. Like she really, she ordered hers down to like, she, we, I was there. We sat down and checked boxes and oh, she ordered special yeah. color. So her like, and Sarah have that in common. Warren's wife. Oh, oh really? She ordered oh, yeah. Well, she bought it brand new. Yeah. 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 She ordered the wheels, the color. The, she, she wanted ordered the, the wheels. It had yeah. that cute thing going for it. Cute thing. She had the, she got the blacked out headlights instead of the chrome ones. Ooh. Like she knew it was up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeti Overland. I have an 18-hour drive next week. Should I dip into listening to pre-art episodes to pass the time? Does art make the show feel more like fireworks or jet skis? I'd say I mean, fireworks right? and jet skis are both bad. So, <laughs> What about like spiders, maybe? Like spiders on jet skis? <laughs> like a cobwebs all over the jet ski. You don't know where the spider is? Oh, no. <laughs> um, dude, I wonder, how did that transition even happen? Was it like... Legit, I know Art was on a couple times, but then how did it happen that he started coming every day, like every week? Like we didn't just say, "Hey, guys, like new deal, we got a fourth person uh, starting this episode." Now no, every I, episode coming up, there was never an announcement. No, yeah, no, it was, it was like, like you just slowly. It was just I kind of did like the like the boil the frog in the water kind yeah. of, or the you know yeah. start with really slow. You were time. Like, hanging out outside while we were recording. <laughs> yeah. little, little he's like, "Hey guys, I'm down the street. I just had to pick up like a um, something at the, the store. Yeah. yeah, you guys need beer. You know, I got a six pack. Uh, we got a little window here in the podcast studio. He's I remember like, Ruben yeah, hadn't been on and Art had been on twice. And he's like, what the fuck? You, you had Art on twice already? <laughs> <laughs> little did Ruben know. I know. So what is the answer? I mean, do you want to encourage listening to those early episodes? The, the, it's not even the Art thing. It's like the, the like auto quality is really audio. bad. The audio quality is really bad when you listen to it now because we were... 
we weren't re- recording into individual mics. We were just recording into this recorder we have. So you can still listen to it. And it's, I mean, we, I guess we should have a graphic that shows like a timeline with some milestones. Like yeah. here's where we got the, some of our boat episodes mics. are pretty fun. Oh, those were, yeah, you would. And that's all just straight task cam. Yeah. Those were pretty fun. Oh, yeah. the boat. Yeah. yeah. I know, dude. Kind of missed that, actually. Yeah. No. There was um, one with Connor. That was, again, by the remember way. when Connor got all wasted? Yeah. Boat episode. That was pretty good. Yeah. Dude, I can hit up Mike. I'm sure he'd let us podcast on the boat again. That'd be cool. Old times. We should um, do it for yeah. our 300. And uh, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. All right. But, oh, yeah, yeah. So the format, too. Like, it took us kind of a... Like, now we have a standard format. We mm-hmm. do Project Car Updates. Like, for better or worse. But I think... It's kind of like cookie cutter in a way, but I think it is good. Although like, I did some structure. We used to have some cool special episodes, which I wish we would bring we back. Bring sometimes. those back, yeah. Like you know, the had, challenges, you mean? We had we some, need- yeah, challenges where we each picked a car. We, you know, we basically we do these listener question things. It, w- it was almost like these ideas that these questions that they have, but we'd focus. We'd like, We'd like research it, it yeah. and do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We should, yeah, we should challenge ourselves to do more challenges. And we would do like, yeah, like I remember that one where we, we had 50,000 bucks and we actually had to find real ads, like how we would spend mm-hmm. our money. On it was like to refi. It cars. was the, uh, BMW E30 M3 sold on Bring oh. a Trailer for 58 grand. And we're like, dude, that sucks. We could do so. So ours better. was like, what cars would you buy instead of this E30 M3? And I think, did we have a number? It was like five cars. I, I don't, or was we all it, ended up with like that. Was many, it just what it cars? Whatever you want. Yeah. And like we ended you up squeeze with as much. awesome stuff. Like Dude. one, I think one of us had a, an E28 I M5 exactly and like a 911 SC. Mm-hmm. And Connor had all the M3, uh, M cars. That was a different except, one. Oh, that was? Yeah. But yeah, I remember oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had every single M car. Yeah. That was for every, or, yeah. Cause Connor wasn't on that one. You had a 993. I had a a rad 993 with the, like, factory Porsche lowering springs and everything. White. You never see those. I had a Mercedes. Before I bought my Mercedes project, uh, this is, like, the 280S or whatever. Uh, I had a Subaru 2.5 RS and a Jeep. Yeah. Jeep, like, the old CJ5 or whatever. Yeah. Like, I still think about that list. Like, I still want that. (laughs) Still want that, yeah. All for an E30 M3. Um. So KM Grace, what is the best stock spoiler on Radwood era cars? F40 is exempt for obvious reasons. Are there obvious reasons? I'm going to say Cosworth, the Escort Cosworth from Europe. The double stacked one? Yeah. Mm. That's cool. I think it's pretty rad wing. Taken. How about uh, Mark IV or Supra? Ew, the bubbly like, wing. Like, it's like so big, like, rad. Like a big whale dude. tail. Oh, yeah. wait, like big, yeah. Oh, how about Eclipse? Big old basket. They're similar, kind of, like the Supra. Yeah, but it's more round. Yeah. I'm just thinking, yeah, because one of them thins out more at the top, I feel like. Hmm. You know, actually, well, without going, like, too, like, Radwood in, in like, the campy, kind of shitty way, like, I really like the IROC Z28 one, the one that's, like, it's, like, really square, and then it has, like, three struts in the middle. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I actually, oh, I, I really? actually like, like that, that one. That? Yeah, I like mm, that one. I don't like it. Mm, I don't like that one. I think it's rad. How about, I mean, a, a 930 spoilers? Pretty, pretty awesome. That is definitely very cool. 
Are, are scanning. We, are we going to read Rabbit Unavailable's post or no? Sure. What does he say? What does he say? I don't at, know. Rabbit nah, Unavailable nah, nah, says, nah, nah, nah. at Shakor, any pizza or tomato pie done right needs no toppings. Nah, Plain, he's a, please. He's a weirdo. Uh, well, I think we're talking about, it's not what is your favorite pizza. It's what does your car represent? What, you know, what pizza represents your car? And mm-hmm. so a mar- what what's the car equivalent of a margarita pizza with nothing on it? Like something like a caterer? Margarita like super simple, yeah. basic? It's got to be something like that. Yeah. There you go. Alrighty. Nick Coogan, what is on the list of options for the NSX replacement? Tune in on, uh, to the Sunday edition. That's fair. Fair? Ma- Matthew Merritt, you're transported back to the late 80s, early 90s. Are you buying new-ish E30s, 944s, GTIs, NSXs, etc. to daily drive? Or are you buying cheap 60s and 70s rides for project cars? Oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah, and it kind of goes along with another question. I'll read that right now, too, from Auto Off Topic. Uh, since you guys enjoy cars that are 20 years or older, let's say it's 1980, what cars would each of you be driving? Mm, I mean, that's kind of along the same lines, but you can kind of answer them both in the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, we would, I mean, so late 80s, you had to be be a baller back then to get the E30, 944. Those things were fucking expensive. Yeah. But I think we would probably have like a GTI or something like that as our, like our daily, like something modern and like reliable for the commute or whatever, right? Like that, I mean, that's kind of the equivalent of now. Yeah. But then what would your fun car be? So I think the, the real thing is, so like with the auto off topic going, he's saying if it's 1980, Basically, are you buying cars that are from 1960 then, or the 50s? I don't think it really... No. I think it's the era that we like is the 80s, 90s. Right. Not necessarily that we just like cars Older that are cars. old. Yeah. It's more like that's the era we like. But I, well, I, I also like, like 70s cars, cars a too. lot, too. But And it's also not just a 20-year thing, because, uh, you know, like back in 1980... Uh, five-year-old car was ancient yeah. somehow yeah and but say you are in 1980 dude like a, the glory years 67 to 73 were like perfectly attainable cars right then well that's there more, were a lot of rad cars but made that's during a, that period that you if you want to go like the old car route like you know even but, muscle cars european yeah. sports cars like I, w- I would probably be focused in that range but those are only seven to fifteen years old, but they were that it, it, it was like time worked differently back then. Where you know, <laughs> like I just said, five year old car yeah, was like yeah, a lot of cars didn't then. have disc brakes, and then everything yeah, they didn't, had, they didn't last. As Although long. in eighty, they mm-hmm. didn't either. Um, yeah, that's a really interesting question. I mean, because you got you got to think about like wh- how, like yourself in that time frame. Like that's kind of the way I'm seeing it. Like you know, and what what can you actually afford? And as well, you said, nine forty four are not like, cheap, are right? We professional. Well, it's also the f- decent money. We are ourselves. ourselves. In the thing room. is, today you could still daily drive an E thirty or a nine forty four. Like they're fairly reliable cars, and you know they have modern amenities like good heating and sound isolation and all this stuff. Like they're still. Um, fairly modern car like you were talking about but in 1980 to have a car from 1960 or let's say my, my 944 is um 30 what two years old so to have a car from the 40s <laughs> that was not like a reliable everyday right. driver car that i can go hustle through the you know well there's the also i mean you kind of touched upon it with like the technology like the brakes and the amenities and all that but like we like the 80s and 90s cars and the 70s and the 60s, I mean, because of, like, what they are in terms of, like, connectedness and analog and all those things, right, and how you how they are to drive. And so 
the more I think about it, it's like shit. Like at the time, like I would have loved to like pony up and pay for like a 300 ZX twin turbo or something like, cause it would have been so rad for me at the time. Like it would have been really interesting to like get into a car like that and, you know, pay the premium for it. The NSX would probably be too expensive, you know, but like, I'm just thinking like the cars of that era, like we would have been super into and probably pushing like the technology envelope yeah. and you're like buying into it. And so I feel like, yeah, we probably, I, or I mean myself, at least I would probably pony up and have one of those and then maybe have something a little bit more classic. On you the would side. basically have your same exact. I mean, garage. basically in the kind late 80s, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid in the late eighties, like, what did I want? I wanted a 944. I wanted a 911. I wanted a 911 SC or something. Yeah. And I, you know, I like 914s. It was like, I don't think much is, I, I used to like, like, some of the British stuff is kind of cool, like the yeah. TR3s. Dude, some, and like an Austin Healey 3000. Austin Healey 3000. Like, stands cool. out for me is like, at the time in high school, that was like, they were a little bit too vintage mm-hmm. where and, and I had no money, you know, yeah. but like if the, if it was shifted a little bit, like the dude driving the Austin Healey I used was to, such a rad guy, you know, and I was like, I want to be that. I used to like TR4s a lot. Yeah. I just thought that was a really yeah. classic, cool looking car. So yeah. I think that would have been a nice, a neat pick. You know what's really interesting about this question? So BMW E30 or Porsche 944, mid 80s, that was like up there in luxury. Like you bought the three series BMW, that's like a luxurious choice. Now, like com- especially compared to these ten year old cars or fifteen year old cars from the uh, late sixties and all that. Uh, now we look back at it as a super analog car that's like free of luxuries. You know, mm-hmm. it's like not it's it, it it's well built, but it doesn't. You know, it's kind of bare bones mm. at the same yeah. time. But yeah, yeah it's funny how that because you did have so heated much. seats, you had like the AC, you Dude, did all that stuff. What were you comparing yeah. it to? Oh, like, and ABS. you had Japanese cars yeah. at the time, and yeah. like it had and, leather seats, and you had power cases. windows, and yeah. you had power mirrors, yeah. and you had those were luxury features back and then. And like I mean, good insulation. Yeah, like the Mercedes. Not much different than the BMW E30 when it comes to comfort, right? Yeah. Like, it's all similar build quality and similar amenities. That was, like, the upper end, you know? And then you have the total weird, uh, the other side of luxury, which was, like, Cadillacs Cadillac, which stuff. is just, Buicks, like, plush, like, floating like, around. Just, yeah, floaty. Big like, buttons and stuff. Yeah, just terrible, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that, that, yeah, the E30 is now, that's, like, a small, light car, kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the A eighty six actually stands out a lot here. I think I, I would probably because they wouldn't. They're not. They weren't very expensive at the time. And yeah, like you know that everything that we cool like. Car. You know, yeah. just like high revving, rear wheel drive, LSD, simple, yeah. nimble, yeah, um, and totally usable too. Like yeah, super hatchback, practical rear seats. Room. Yeah, two forty Z could be a standout. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, see that uh, mountain goat boy. Do I sell my 944 and 318 Ti and buy a Cayman as a one car does all? I think yes, dude. I think the Cayman is a really solid car right now. Like a what, 987 Cayman S for 20 grand? Yeah, they're an insane value. I don't like, like the way they look, but they're a ridiculous bargain for sure. If you get the right wheels and tires on those things, they look amazing. How about a, you can get a 987 Boxster S for what, like 13? Yeah, yeah, but it was 13 and 18 Cayman's depends cool, on the though. mileage and all that. Yeah. But I'm looking at the price, you're looking at 50% savings. Yeah, no, I mean it's yeah, I guess you don't really sacrifice. I don't know, I'm trying to think cuz the Boxster, don't you store the top in the part where you can also store stuff in a Cayman? No, not really. Cuz it has doesn't have like two little like storage areas. Mm-mm. Cayman? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with the the boxer. You have the trunk and the front. Yeah. No, no, but I'm talking the back. I feel like the 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 Cayman has like a shell, like a shelf where you can store shit. Oh yeah, it does have a little bit of a shelf area. Um, so it gives a little bit more practicality. Um, I mean, yeah, they're they're an incredible value for sure, and obviously they're 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 known to be very good drivers. Um, for me, it's just like they're so boring looking. Like I really think really. I really don't like dude, them. I think dude. they're pretty nice looking. Like I would almost use your word uh, that you use all the time, sexy. Really? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I think a nine eight one is sexy. Nine eight one sexy. The nine eight seven is like. Wait, okay. I don't know what you guys are talking about. So we're talking nine eight seven, like first gen Cayman. So let me show you a picture. They Wait, look like a frog. Nine eight one. Nine eight one is the newest one. I know the numbers fuck you up. Oh. But it's like the new one, like the really like sexy one, the one that looks like exotic, almost yeah. like a. No, I think the old one is too. supercar. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good, it's a good, good value. They're pretty practical. Yeah. You do have the trunk. You do have the rear trunk. And why would you, I mean, you have a 944 and a 318 TI. Why would you have both? Yeah. And why do you have a 318 TI? Period. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a daily probably like a, like beater. Kinda. But it's still kind of old, you know, like I yeah. say sell both and uh, get an E30 touring. Uh, don't no. do that. Yes. No, no, no. Do it. Why? Yeah, but that's totally random. So weird. I, I love those things. Okay. You need to use your power wisely here. I mean, if you say this and you're kidding, he's going to go buy a touring. And I am not like, kidding. Tourings oh, are also, like that's a hard car to buy. That's like, a, a you're paying a premium. 13, it's yeah, the same price. Exactly. Range. And they're, they're always rusty because they're all Euro import cars. Well, don't find a rusty one. Get a Dude, good one. they're so hard to find a good one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's out there in the, in the same price range. It's just way cooler. Like, I'm, th- I'm thinking overall, like, it's practical. No, You're but it doesn't, no, cooler. but he's, he's You're saying Cayman he's, he's versus not, touring. Dude, the touring is like basically replacing both of those cars. It's doing the same thing as both of those with one car, but with the Cayman, he's getting way more performance and, and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't so know. So he's he like wants. moving, and he's getting a more reliable, like more modern car. Yeah, he's thirties. So fine. if he wants a more modern car, oh, by the way, the math doesn't add up here, right? Nine forty four and a three eighteen Ti do not add up. So to let's a say the nine forty four is five to seven grand. He's, he's not Ti saying Cayman like, S. No, I think he's adding a little money on top. It yeah, it doesn't mean yeah, because three eighteen Ti's are super cheap, like three four grand maybe. Yeah, he's looking at he probably has ten grand altogether. Yeah, but whatever you can throw in another ten k, or you can finance it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Kurt that- photo. Our Michelin Pilot Super... No, I'm sorry. Our Michelin Pilot Sport PS2 is worth about two and a half times more than the BFG G4 Sport Comp 2s R? or Firestone Firehawk Indy 500s. I really want Michelins, but I can't justify $1,400 for a set versus about $600. The size is 275 Dude, it's really hard to justify. Like, I looked it up just to see what he was That's looking a at. a huge difference. It's that... It's... Three forty-five or something each for the Pilot Super Sports or whatever they're called PS2s now. Wait, PS2s are worthless. Like he doesn't want that. That's the old tire. Is no. he talking about that? Because there is a PS2, and that was the, pre- the the previous version of the Pilot Super Sport, and then now there's the PS4. So I don't know if he's asking because uh, like, yeah. PS2s he might be getting because of the size, and I know that they they still have some in inventory, and they're super overpriced. You know, how, like that's Kyrak what it is. That? Then those are PS2s because PS4 is the new one, right? Yeah, you don't so want you don't those. even want those. Get so I was looking so for that size, he has the. The Indy 500s, which I have. Yeah. He also has, what was, what was his other choice The G4 there? Sport Comp The 2s. G4 Sport Comp 2s. And then there's also the new, um, uh, the new, what are the ones I had? Conti. 
Conti Sports. Oh, the DWs? Yeah, but they're brand new. They're not DWs anymore. The it's new just ones. like the new Conti, Conti Sports. Conti, yeah, they, what are they called? I, I think they're just straight up called Conti Sports. Contacts or something. Conti oh. Sport Contacts. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's a good, yeah. I mean, and those look nice, and those are all around 100 and like 140 to 160 dollars. So yeah. all those are good. Like if you look at the tests, like, the, and the reason I bought the Indy 500s for my car is they like trounce the, um, the uh, BF Goodrich in every competition and like right. wet and dry. But what kind of driving is he doing though? He's just kind of, he just it's, doesn't yeah. really this push is, that car. Well, I mean, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, they trounced it in everything, including ride. Yeah. You know, every, every, longevity, it, everything, wet traction, yeah, all the good and stuff. quietness and, you know, all that stuff. So, but I, those Contis look really nice too. I would go with the Contis. I mean, in that price range, especially because he's not going for like absolute performance and like yeah. peak everything. Like, I yeah, think those are you are value. right. Those were PS2s and that's why the price is so crazy. Yeah. Cause they have limited availability and they only yeah. made, there are only so many left and you're buying and into a what size. are PS2s? They're like a lower grade pilot super sport. It's the older version of, it's the one that came before. So super they sport. still sell them though? They still have them. So they might be really old and because you probably don't super want those. sports are old now. I mean, I mean, they're new, but you know, they're, they're the old tire. Right. But it's, it's possible. I'm looking actually on tire rack right now and it doesn't seem like they have any super sports in that size. So yeah, they, they are don't. the old they PS2s, the PS2s, which are like probably 50 each. The, probably the newest PS2 you're going to find is probably three years old. So you don't want that. It's been sitting on a shelf for three years. I would go with, yeah, like the Conti. The they're Contis called uh, look cool. extreme contact, uh, sports. They're called now. Yeah. And that's a great tire. I've had the DWs. You've had DW, the DWs. I had DWs were great. And these are supposed to be a huge improvement over yeah. the DWs. So. I would definitely go with that. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. It's a hundred, they're 160 bucks versus the 300 or whatever the hell it is. 350, dude. Yeah, it's just it's it's a sizing thing. I know that Porsche guys are like really hardcore about keeping them because uh, they came with that. Like a lot of 993s came with those stuff. Oh, okay. And they like to have the same tire that they're the car came idiots, with. It's like the Porsche rating and stuff. You're right. Like, All right, dude. Totally. Yeah. Like oh yeah, because they have a specific yeah, mark, like, like a star Porsche, or yeah. or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, I think that's a podcast, guys. Dude, I think so. so Hold on. Have, no, we have to question? answer Jared's question. All right, go to Jared. The Jared Moser. Moser. I don't know. However you say it, Jared. Now that I've got my, my car Moser, from high right? school back, do I restore it to a higher quality version of its glory days or go all out turning it into a handling machine that was never designed to be? Nostalgia tells me to go, nostalgia tells me to go back to the way it was. Having an, owned a Z, Z06 tell, tells me otherwise. I Thoughts. know Brian wants to go back the way it was. I say go handling. Make it drive well. Because I think you'll want to drive it then. I mean, what was it? It was like uh, basically like... Uh, just a just a cheap hot rod style. Yeah, hot rod style. Build. Mm. You know, a cheap Dude, muscle car So what build. are you saying then? You're saying that wheels... Like modern, bigger wheels? No, no. You don't have to go modern, bigger wheels. That, I feel like that's what everybody I'm saying, does. I'm saying Hotchkiss, like, suspension mm. and stuff. And, yeah. And good, really good suspension. And maybe we're, we're good on brakes, the same page. Maybe a quicker rack and bigger brakes and, yeah. and put some nice... And, and everything's going back to, like, where you have the big sidewall and maybe a nice vintage, yeah. like, Hillenbrand-style Hill, Hill wheel or Hillenbrand or whatever. Hildebrand. Um, you know, some good style, kind of classic wheel. Um, maybe plus size, but ideally just a 15 inch or something would look good. looks good yeah. with some, with some nice rubber. And I think he had like 
he may have had Craigers back in the day, which, which is kind of a cheap wheel. Yeah, I, you know, just get a nicer wheel. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 50, I I I totally agree. Like, do the brakes. You know, do disc brakes. Do fat sway bars. Do yeah. the right make spring it turn package. in nice where you like where you enjoy actually driving the car and you yeah. like getting on it with that power. And then yeah, did he have a? It's an Forget automatic, about, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, the real had. thing you want to do is like throw a manual transmission into so it and just sick. make it a tire yeah, put, roaster and then put a fucking T fifty six and with a fat motor in there and LS. Yeah, dude, super awesome. long shifter with a ball shift knob up top. Sure, That's right, with so, a skull. I gotta throw this one in there. It's not a question. It's not. It's just. It's good. It's it's a uh, words of wisdom. Seventy one GTV. Flip the Dutch crunch sandwich over next time so the crunchy part is on the bottom and you'll save the roof of your mouth. Amazing advice. But I never thought about that. I never, never buy Dutch crunch. I, I just, do. I, I buy, buy a sandwich that is with you know. Flip it over at a sandwich shop, but saying. then I have like mustard and stuff on the other side. Yeah. No. Why would you? He's saying. Oh, because you're putting the, it on. It's on the bottom side, so you're biting in. Uh, flipping it upside down. All right. I see what you mean. I, I think that shit in reverse. It. So I, then you have to order it with the mustard on the opposite <laughs> side, and so you're all you're, you're all fucked up. Or you tell them to flip it. Yeah. That's no. a crazy man thing. Like, you're, you're by out. the way, the bread I wanted it upside down. What? <laughs> Can you please put the meat on this end yeah. and then like put the freaking whatever over here? Or a Dutch crunch with two bottoms. What if the guy Ooh. the guy's just like. I don't know what you just said, but I like you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 71 GTV does it. It's a podcast. That's a podcast. Bye. 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 Later. are like patterned after the way that they lay the roast beef in the sandwich. It's like oh, super snap. Intimate.